Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Y'all know something that pisses me off? When you get into your 30s, 40s, and you talk to people younger than you, they tell you how old you are. Damn, you old. You're old as fuck. So they make you feel like you're old the whole time you're alive, once you're past 30. But if I were to die and someone said, how old was he? And they said, 36. The first thing that person would say is, oh, my God, so young. That's some bullshit. Are you telling me I got to die to be young? I can't be young while I'm here? If you pass away in your 40s, God forbid, they say, so young. If you pass away in your 50s, you will hear people say, so young. But if you are walking the earth in any one of those decades, you're an old fuck? Can someone explain this to me? How does it make sense that I have to die to be young? I'm never letting anyone call me old again. Fuck you. Welcome to In The Moment. Yeah. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitch, or your money back. Shout out to my regular listeners and my new listeners. Episode 87 Got a lot to get into this hour It's the first time I'm back to doing a solo podcast In quite some time I had the reunion, I had the Jordan Pauline interview My guy Coast was here, shout out to all of them It's been a while since I've been in the dungeon alone But I'm back at it, we got a lot to talk about I might be doing one of the pettiest things I've ever done in my life And I don't care Almost proud of it I want to talk about some double standards that I feel like exist between men and women. I'm going all the way. I'm going. We're going to talk today. And Tiffany Haddish just jumped into my DMs. Like, literally, that just happened. Sent me a message. Followed me. It's lit, man. And I'm going to tell y'all what she said. All of this and more. <laughs> Coming up on In The Moment. Episode 87. All right, some time has passed. 
but nothing has changed. I'm mad at a few things. Let's talk about it. I was just on the elevator coming up here to record my podcast, and I felt bad because right as the elevator door is closing, someone is now coming through the door, like entering the lobby, and they can see you in the elevator. And you see them, and I go to make the little move to hold the door for them, but the door ends up closing. So you're like, you got to eat it. And I did. I really did make the move. Now, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't like super fast, <laughs> but I showed some effort. You know, I used to dive when you play sports, and it was different levels to diving. Like some people really risk their bodies. I wasn't that kind of diver. I dove just enough that the coach would think I was hustling. You know what I'm saying? But the girls still would think I was sexy. Like that kind of dive. I did that kind of jump to the button. Missed the elevator. And now I feel like in my mind he thinks I didn't make any effort or I did this on purpose. And of course I run into him upstairs and I felt obligated to hit him with the, yo, my bad. And you know, it's all good. And I knew it wasn't. But sometimes these things happen. It made me think about something that really made me mad one time. One of my friends did something that I thought was just stupid. I don't know how else to say it. But I wonder if anyone else has ever experienced this. I was leaving my apartment one day, and my dude is walking toward the elevator. He gets to the elevator, and I'm like, yo, I forgot something. If the elevator comes, hold it. He said, bet. So I run in the crib. I find what I forgot. I came outside. I was like, is it here? He was like, yes, sir, I got it. So I said, okay, cool. He's holding the elevator. I locked the door. I walk down toward the elevator, and I come around the corner, and there he is. He's holding the elevator. The only problem is there are people on it. Hey, my guy, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? Why would you? And he's like, what? He's looking at me like he doesn't understand. You told me to hold it. You ready? Like, yeah, I'm ready. There's poor people on the elevator looking like, I'm looking at them like, I'm sorry, I get it. I would be mad too. I didn't tell this guy. So even when I wait for them to get off, and I'm like, fam, why would you hold the elevator if there are people in it? He told me to hold it. Hey, but you should have known once you saw people, that means audible. You didn't see the defense? They're a new play. Like, huh? Why I got to tell you that? I didn't really think about it like that. It wasn't no big deal. You ain't take that long. Fam, I took like five minutes. The elevator was beeping. That's the elevator calling you a dumbass. What are you doing? Let the people go. <sighs> Some of the things I don't think you should have to tell your friends, man. But then I felt bad that I was mad at him because he was trying to do me a favor. He was being loyal. But just not the smart kind of loyal, you know? New Yorkers will appreciate this. It's kind of like the times when you're trying to catch the train. And I'm the kind of guy, I'm just going to be late. Because I'm not going to run after the train. Not going to do that. Sometimes, if you're not a New Yorker, let me break it down for you. Sometimes you're walking toward the subway, and you can see the sign before you even go down the stairs. And it may say train coming in 30 seconds. At that point, you have to make a decision. Because you know if you're walking, you're about a good minute away. But if you run, you can make it in 30 seconds. Guess who's not running? Me. But I always have friends who are running. Yo, we got to catch it. No, we don't. I'm fine. I will get there when I get there. I'm not sweating my outfit out. 
They go run, catch the train. Now they want to hold it. So when I get there, they've been holding the door for 25 minutes. Wasn't even worth holding the door. We could have just caught the next train. Now you get on a train, everybody wants to kill you. Because your friend was just holding the door. Same kind of concept. Same kind of idiot. Who's next? I'm mad at the way people give reviews. Sometimes. And it's not because the reviews are negative. That's fine. But it's the way people decide to give negative views that upset me. Now, me, I'm not the kind of person that leaves a negative review. If I don't like something, I'll just go find something I like. They'll figure out that their product is not good. The universe will tell them. It doesn't have to come from me. Or they'll figure out that their product is amazing. But I typically don't look at reviews on things, but I've learned that that's not always good either. Because constructive criticism is necessary. And it can be very helpful when you apply it. So for the first time, I went and I looked at some of the reviews to my podcast on one of the platforms. I didn't know I had so many. There were a lot. Most of them? Five stars. I was really happy to see that. I was proud. Thank y'all. If you gave me a great review, gave me five stars, thank you. If you have not, it is not too late. Take your ass over there and give me a a comment and a five-star review. Now, of course, I did what most of us do. I read a few of the five-star good comments, and I was smiling ear to ear and happy that people were appreciating the product that I was putting forth. And then I hit that button that makes you reverse things. I sorted it out, and I put those negative reviews first because I wanted to see what the people were saying that were giving me one star. Now, I'm not mad that you gave me one star because you only need to be one star to make it in this world. However, there was one review that pissed me off. Because if you're going to give someone a negative review, I think it should come from a place of, I don't like it because this person is offending me, or I don't like it because I just think this person can do better. Not, I don't like it because it's just not my cup of tea. Here's what I mean. If you're not a creator, you have to understand something. It's not as easy to create as you think it is. I promise you. For those of us who create content every single day and try to make it as entertaining as possible and worth listening to as possible, not the easiest thing in the world, I can assure you. That's with any form of creation or creativity. It can be music. If someone is creating a song, they're literally putting something into the universe that has never existed before. Same thing with a comedy special. Someone is saying things and putting things together that in their mind, unless they're a thief, typically has never been said before. You don't know what's going to come of that. How could you? Most human beings are terrified of the unknown. But creators create and hope for the best. That could be painters, actors, any kind of artist, whatever. Typically, you put your all into it because... Some of the best creations come from some of the deepest emotions. And I don't always think 
that the people you want to appreciate the creation always appreciate it the way they should. No, it's not going to always be something that's phenomenal or blows you out of the water. But it's something. It's literally an invention every time someone decides to create something as a creator because it wasn't there before. The same way people invent some of the most magical things in the world based off of the fact that it was just simply something they needed at the time. When artists create, that's basically what they're doing. They need to find a way to paint this picture in order for you to understand what in the fuck is going on in their usually fucked up mind. (laughs) And people who have the easiest job when it comes to creativity, just listen. Sometime, go out of their way to critique. But I always wonder if other creators feel like there should be some level of just appreciation involved in your critique. I say all of that to say, there were some comments that were like, oh, I don't like Mo, I don't, whatever, I don't care about that. But this one comment, that's fine if you don't like me. Just say that. I don't like Mo. One. That's a great bad review. You made it clear. You got to the point. You were precise. Just don't like me. Woo! No one should give you any issues. But someone said, I love Mo on a bird show. I said, huh? What are you doing in the one-star section? Didn't think I'd find one of you here. I love everything that Mo says. I think Mo is hilarious. However... I don't like his podcast because he needs someone on it. I don't like him talking to himself. Something's missing. And I said, what the, man, you gave me a one, two, or whatever it was just because no one's on my podcast with me? That's not even a good, bad review. That's a dumb review. Then just millions of podcasts with people who are talking to each other where you can find dialogue. Just go to one. Why you had to bring my rating down, fam? You know how hard it is to do some shit on your own? Anything. Vacation, go to dinner, live, date, raise kids, you name it. Most things are harder on your own. Podcasting is no different. Give me some credit. <laughs> why do you think everybody else got somebody on their podcast? You know why? Because they can't do it alone. Wouldn't be entertaining. Who would want to sit there for an hour? I say that to say, hell with you. I gave you five weeks of somebody else being on my podcast, and you were not going to make me feel insecure about coming in here and doing it again alone. That's your one-star review. It's your whack-ass bad review. Who's next? Somebody has to talk about it. I don't feel like anyone has ever commented on how traumatic it can be when you're with your friends, you're stressed out, you're going through something, and they're about to pass the blunt around. Usually, there's always one smoker in the group that can do all the things and do them really well and really fast. So they're going to roll the blunt up. They get the rolling. And it can't just be me, fam. There are times where I'm just going to say it. The person rolling the blunt is not the most attractive person in the group. And for some reason, when they get to licking the blunt, you ever see them? They will shower your blunt with saliva. I mean, they, they spit on it. Putting it in their mouth, pulling it out. You know what it looked like. Look X-rated. Doing what Jill Scott was doing on stage. I mean, licking the shit out the blunt, man. You ever seen it? 
Am I the only person who at that moment stopped smoking? It's the same feeling when you hung over the next day and you're done drinking. When I see that person do sexual things to the blunt, I'm cool. You know what? Suddenly being high is not on the top of my to-do list anymore. They do all the licking. They hand it to you. Yo, no. Oh, man. Oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. They even going to spray that shit with Lysol or nothing? They're going to pass it to the next person. Everybody sitting there, puff, puff, passing. Sometimes you try to get that vision out your head. I'm stressed. I got to smoke it anyway. Hell with it. I put my mouth on worse. So you get your little puff, you pass, and by the time it come back around, it's always somebody in the group who can't puff without doing it with wet-ass lips. So by the time the blunt come back to you, you're quickly reminded of how homeboy had his whole damn tonsils on the blunt. Oh, you know what? I'm going to just go get drunk. Don't worry about it. Y'all keep this, man. At least do that shit in the back room or something. Who's next? I'm mad at how many people in relationships or any form of ships. It's different levels to ships today. Feel the need to run and tell all of their friends all of the things that are going on in the ship. I know. Everyone does it. Most people in relationships run and tell their friends things about the relationship. I have always been mad at that. Why? Because a lot of times I've been in situations where you start talking to someone now you go and tell all your homegirls about me. And in the beginning, oh, you're so amazing. You're so great. Oh, my God. He's 6'4". He has a job. He has all his teeth. It's this girl. You know how many Christmases I've asked for this? You know, it starts off like that. But then the one time you do something, you go right back to those same friends. Girl, I found things in his room. Oh, my God. Yes, I did. Can you believe it? Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Not him. You know how many Christmases you asked. And the thing is, with friends, it's kind of like grades. Or even like muscles. Here's what I mean. You ever realized how in school it felt like you had to pass eight tests with A's to get an A? But you had to fail one test with an F? And your ass had a D? <laughs> Somebody explain that to me. Don't make a lot of sense. Don't feel like balance. It's the same thing with muscles. You got to work out for years to build your muscle. You stop working out for two weeks? Oh, my God. It's about muscle memory. Clearly forgot that fast. It's the same thing. Your friends be hype every time they're told something great about you. But the one thing, the one thing you done ran and told your friends about me, they will never forget. You might. Oh, babe, I'm over it. But your friends are not. They're going to hold me accountable for that one thing. Most of our friends do it. It don't take much. You could be great for the next 43 years. Friends be like, mm-hmm, I remember. Nope. Nah. Nope. You did that. Now you wonder why I don't want to come around your friends. No, they don't like me. They made that clear. And because of that, I don't like them. 
And that's your fault. You should not have told them anything. What'd you run around telling everything for? Keep your relationship to yourself so you can enjoy it for a little while. I don't get that. You talk too much. And while I'm on it, I don't care what your friend said either. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say it. A lot of us be in relationships and y'all don't want to say it, but be honest, man. Your significant other come home talking about what so-and-so did at work again for the 437th time. You don't hear that shit. We all do it. I do it. I know everybody does it. We do it. But they don't want to hear it. It's the same thing with your friends. You got to always hear about what your friends did every time they do something. And if your girl or your guy got like 12 best friends, if they one of them people who think everybody they best friend. <laughs> I know I'm pissing people off today. I know. Hey, you can't have 12 best friends, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't. They can't all be your best friend. That don't make sense. That don't make sense. That's like being in love with five people. How? How does that work? Somebody got to be like a right underneath tear or right underneath that tear. Come on. There's not even enough room in the best friend box for 12 people. MySpace taught you that. Y'all was trying to have a top 46 just because y'all ain't want to hurt nobody's feelings. That's ridiculous. It's a top eight. Should have been a top five. That's it. Wasn't no T-Mobile 43. Stop. It's not even a shortcut at that point. But don't come around telling me what your friend said about me or what your friend said about anything. I don't, that's your friend. They never signed the applications to be mine. Thank you. Who's next? Last thing I'm mad at, I heard somebody say the other day, hey, that's on God. I thought to myself, I wonder if God ever get tired of y'all using his name. Like, y'all using God's name wrong. I see people say, look at God for things that God don't want y'all to look at him for. God got me. I wonder if God be up there like, do I? Like, did he tell you that? He might not have you. I don't know. Man, God know who I am. Does he? He might not be exactly what he thought you to be in the beginning. Might have got away from him a little bit. Most of us do that with our parents. How you know you can do it with God? Hey, that's on God. Y'all be putting a lot of things on God that don't be on God. Way off. And I just be wondering if God be up there like, I'm I'm about tired of this. Kanye done changed his name. He already think he Jesus. I mean, what y'all going to do if God want to change his? We going to put it on then. All right, let's get into shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. She get overwhelming, that's why I be smoking.